Coming to you live from the square. And answer the hard questions about life. However, we have been MIA. <laughs> we are sorry. <laughs> I am welcome again by uh, another delinquent by the name of DJ Shay. Yo, what's up? Uh, yeah, we've been we've been MIA for a hot minute, like a hot hot minute. I mean, but, not like a hot minute, but like you know, what I'm saying like a minute that is like re- relatively warm, you know. Not like Like lukewarm Like a lukewarm minute Yeah like a lukewarm minute Yeah Cause I don't want y'all You know Flooding the inbox Talk about Fuck the square table Y'all niggas don't know No, we wasn't gone for a hot minute Most of y'all didn't even notice So uh, That's actually Probably true A lot of people didn't notice We've been gone Um It's cause y'all ain't subscribed No it's huh? because it's spring break And they're living their best lives you know what? I'm I'm about to be living my best life soon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live my best life and enjoy my spring break. Um, it's it's gonna be lit. I can't wait. But but uh, I mean, so for real, for real, we weren't like gone. We recorded, but we just didn't record on our show. So we got invited to um, you know, be on J Book Unedited. So a couple weeks ago, maybe like two two was it about two weeks ago? We went and we recorded on J-Book Unedited. Now, Darren doesn't remember the episode. Bitch, you don't remember drunk. the episode. Fuck you mean. <laughs> and I also don't remember the episode because I was incredibly drunk. And, and we'll tell you why in a second. Oh, my but God. <laughs> we did. There was an episode. It was recorded. It has not been posted yet. But neither one of us remember what was uh, discussed on that episode. And I'll tell you why, right? So... When you go to J-Book Unedited, J-Book gives all of his guests a bottle of Grey Goose because he's sponsored by Grey Goose. So we we get to, you know, J-Book spot and we're, we're set to record. And Darren and I are thinking, all right, we're going to get our bottle of Grey Goose. Yeah, I mean, we'll be good to go. Well, we thought we were going to get uh, one bottle. Yeah, between the two of us because we were coming as an entity. However, J-Book, because he is so gracious and because Grey Goose is so gracious <laughs> they blessed us with two bottles uh one for each of us now prior to recording jay book he, he laid down the gauntlet and was like uh every person that's come on jay book unedited has finished their bottle of gray goose everyone. now everyone ha- has finished their bottle of gray goose uh, i'm not no bitch i mean i was okay with being so a bitch, but as you can tell, one of us was not. <laughs> so I wasn't going to be the first one on J-Book Unedited not to finish my bottle of Grey Goose. Let's just say that, you know, when you drink a whole bottle of Grey Goose in about a two-hour sitting, uh, the night just takes a, a completely different turn from that point on. Once once you take the last swig, the, you drink the last drop. Uh, and yeah, that uh, kind of... That's about all I know from uh, from that night. Bruh. I woke up the next morning on the couch. Like what? But like, but what? Like really? But what happened though? I I don't know. I have no idea. And I think that's why I'm so anxious to hear this episode because I'm like, what the fuck could I have said? You know, we had a, our conversation was about education and education inequality. Was it? That's what the that's what the topic was about. Now I don't know how much of an. Uh, articulate conversation we were able to have having killed two bottles of Grey Goose, but Yeah, I don't I can only imagine, you know, it wasn't it wasn't I that great. That was topic. That's crazy. It was the topic. It was the topic. It's so yeah, that's that's where we've been. Um as a as a square table entity. Uh, what about you, bro? What you been up to? You know what I mean? What has D-Mo been up to? Bruh. Let the people know. Bruh, D-Mo's been trying not to fail out of grad school. Let's talk about this. Ooh. <laughs> like, Ooh, I can relate, bruh, bro. D-Mo's gonna have a lot of shit going on in my personal life that, like, has kind of been getting in the way and kind of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of preventing me from focusing the way that I need to be focused. But, like... That's not here nor there. The real issue is that Demo, and maybe the last week or so, has failed mm, 
let's say three assignments in a row. Oh shit. Damn, bro. Bro, you didn't have to say it like that. You didn't have to say damn, bro. Like, like that was really that bad. I mean, it's only three assignments. Anyway, well, so I mean, I, I think I'm thinking about like how my how my grad school how they grade, and it's like three assignments is because you only get like five. Yeah, that's like the class, right? So, <laughs> so, so when you say you failed three, it's like, Bruh, so you see nigga, my are you, are you okay? Is this Bruh, so you like, see my dilemma, right? So I've been trying to like not like you know it's like you you kind of talk yourself into like oh it'll be okay, don't worry. No, nigga, I'm worried. But stop. Besides that, nigga, like I just been working. I work two jobs still. Y'all know that. People that have been following us for a long time. I work two jobs. And then fucking going to school. And that shit is kicking my ass, dog. Like, I really be tired as fuck, bro. Like, I don't know how the fuck I do it. Like, a nigga gets home at 11.30 midnight. It's like every fucking day. Dog, oh, that's a struggle. I ain't even gonna lie. I thought I had it rough. Every day, nigga. And then, like, somewhere in between there, I have to write my paper. So, nigga really don't be getting no sleep. But... So that's kind of why I've been in my A and like not been pressed to record for the square table. Like I love y'all, but like if Demo fails out of grade, grad school, uh, that's a lot of money that I know how to pay back. And I don't know how I'm gonna do that. Real, real. It's valid. Well, uh, my my time's not as depressing as yours. <laughs> uh, to be frank. Um, you a hoe. I, I too am in grad school, um, which is, you know, a pain in the ass and keeps me stressed at night. But I, I didn't fail my last three assignments. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Jolly good. No, actually, I actually did pretty well on my on my last two midterms, which I just submitted um, about a week ago. But I'm, I'm not trying to rub that shit in your face. And I feel no, like no, no, no. My just... face is not rubbed in it yet. OK, OK. Um, but no, nah, I just been busy because I took over a new position at my school um, on top of, you know, teaching eighth graders. Uh, I took on the position of uh, athletic director. So I'm, I'm the new athletic director oh, of my wow. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how yeah, I be finding yeah. shit out the same time y'all do? Exactly. Man. I like real. to keep I like to keep everybody guessing. <laughs> Shay, you know? Shay Shay's not really my friend, if y'all wondering. <laughs> I like to keep very I like to keep everybody guessing. It's like, you know, yeah. Surprise. <laughs> But uh, no, nah, that shit, that right there, on top of uh, you know teaching and grad school, mm-hmm. whooping my ass. But uh, but I but I like it though. Like I like it. I enjoy the challenge. Like I enjoy, um, you know, working with student athletes. Like and and running a, an athletic program. You know that's that's new and still building. Like that shit is cool. Mm-hmm. I like, I really like it. Whooping my ass. But I'm loving it. I'm, does that make sense? I'm loving the ass whooping that I'm getting right now. That's kind of weird. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like the journey is enjoyable, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Even though yeah, it's challenging, it's an... the journey, like it's still fulfilling because you're being challenged. Versus like you could be, you know, like you were in the military doing a nine to five. And you know what's funny though? Did you you say that? Like I, as an athletic director, I do the same thing that I did in the military. Kind of, sort of, on the both a little bit on the operation side and the the XO side. Like I do long-term planning, like scheduling at, uh, athletic events for you know the 2018, 2019 season. I'm looking at 2019, 2020 season. Like I'm scheduling basketball games and soccer games and things like that with different schools. And I'm also doing the, the logistical side of it. You know where I'm, you know, managing a budget and I'm fucking. You know, um, managing logistics and transportation to and from games. How do I, do I have referees to ref these games for home games and shit like that? So it's like a little bit of everything. Like, but it's it's so much more fulfilling. Uh, like you said, so that's been me, bro. That's that's what I've been up to, and I'm I'm getting ready for my spring break, which started today. Um, I'm about to go get me some of this Punta Cana sun. So should be I'm lit. I'm jealous, dog. Spring break, I didn't do shit for work. We are, we are, we are. But this is the first episode of April. This is actually, I think it's the first episode. This is our first episode in a month. No, 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 no. We had an episode in March. Did we? Yeah, we did. The comic okay. Well, I know, I know we're we're overdue for a motivation Monday. So yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna rock out with a motivation Monday right quick. Um, and this, I actually. 
this Motivation Monday popped up in my head while I was sitting in the barbershop today getting a haircut. Um, and there was a young, a young gentleman who came in and my barber, like, you know, just regular barbershop talk, yo, where you been? We ain't seen you in a minute. And he was talking about, yo, I've been acting, right? Um, yeah, he was like, I've been acting. I, he was like, you know, I got hit up. And, like, dog, he was like, he's like, I've been, I've been acting, man. And he was like talking about it. And he was like, I don't, I don't know, like, if I should like really go after it. Like, I, I never thought I could do this. And then, um, he was like, uh, I don't, I don't really know how to feel about it. You know, they're just having a conversation and, you know, one of the barbers in there is like, yo, man, why not you? Like, why not you? And that like made me think. Like, why not you, right? Why not you and why not now? Like, you're great, you're brilliant, you're powerful, you're intelligent, why not you? Like, a lot of times we get um, opportunities that come into our life and we, we shy away from it because we don't think that we can take on that challenge or, you know, it might be too hard for us or um, this, we don't think we're good enough, but why, why not you? Why not um, take advantage of this opportunity? You, you can, you can, be everything that that opportunity needs you to be in order for you to be successful if that makes sense i know that was kind of a tongue twister but like why not you and why not now when what opportunity presents itself take it man take it and don't don't think twice about it but don't think too long on it um long enough so that that opportunity passes you by right um so that that's my motivation monday whatever wherever you are right now i know some of y'all might have had you know opportunity knock on your door yesterday or opportunity might be knocking on your door right now as we speak why not you why 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 can't you have this opportunity why why can't you be great and why can't you have it right now yeah so that's, think uh, about that's that actually pretty good you know your motivational monday sometimes i don't expect much but this one uh, i like <laughs> i try i try bro you know i try yeah, i give him I give it my best effort. Let's go college try, huh? Yeah, you know. I'm proud of you, bro. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, but um, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So um, keep keeping the show moving, you know, in the spirit of keep making the square table short again, which I think we've done a very successful job at doing. Um, I think so, man. I think so. I we. I think we have. Don't let's. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was like, let's not, if, just in case we haven't, let's not fucking spend too much time talking about it. All right. Um, but can we can we talk about, so first of all, I want to talk about how I saw Darren on uh, Saturday. And for all my Hampton alum out there, let me tell you the unthinkable thing that this motherfucker did. Hey, man, tell him. He showed up. Yep, I sure did. In a Howard University sweatshirt. Really, nigga? I know he goes to Howard for grad school, but... Come on, man. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. Hey, you know what? Dog. What's crazy? Um, And I, I, you know, a lot of Hampton folk gonna be mad at me for saying this. But, Howard, since I've been there, I feel like they care more about it than than Hampton does. Like, while I was in Hampton, no one really ever mentioned the fact, you know, the real HU and all that shit. But since I've been at Howard, them niggas have brought that shit up more than once. And I'm like, y'all realize that, like... (laughs) Hampton really is not give a shit. Like it's something that like well, we talk could, about, but like it's kind of like because you know when you the real HU, you don't have to remind uh, people okay. about it all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying uh, when everybody knows who the real HU is, we don't gotta remind people about it. That's real. That's real. I see you. You, you starting to get brainwashed, man. I, Bruh, I can't I mean, even. I ain't gonna, it's not even but, I'm brainwashed because low key I be wearing Hampton shit to Howard and bro, I just be wearing all the shit because I went to both, so I can do what the fuck I want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Howard be well, having some dope hood. Bro, like I can't help myself. I'm not gonna lie, I, I it was a nice sweatshirt. <laughs> it was a nice crew neck. Like I like the color. I like it had like some graffiti shit on it. I mean, it was kind of dope. That is some shit I could never get in a Hampton hey, but if y'all, store. I'm just gonna say that. But I didn't get it from the Howard Bookstore. You go to hbcuculture.com, dog, and they will hook you up. It's a FAMU the alumni. Plug. She makes the hoodies and sweaters and the shit, plug. and she sends them out. She only has a few right now, but that's where, if y'all see me with the HBCUs or the culture or the my Howard shit, that's where I got it from. So, yeah, that was a free plug, HBCUculture.com. Go check them out. Col- it's HBCU of, Culture Shop, actually, because I'll be fucking HBCU up. HBCUcultureshop.com. I apologize for that. But like I said, speaking of, speaking of Howard. <clears throat> oh, 
What's up with y'all and your, uh, your boy, man? You got uh, Jonas Scammer over there. Dog, did you see my nigga on, um, on Instagram, though? I mean, on Twitter. Yo, yo, this nigga straight flexing with y'all scholarship money yeah. and grant money over there, dog. I can't even hate on he's, him, dog. That was, that was. He's genius. straight flexing. He, he got a Range Rover. Yes, my nigga. This nigga walking around with full minks on and furs. Oh, my nigga. He got Prada Gucci bags. Taking trips to Dubai, bro. All on y'all grant and scholarship money. I'm trying to come get a Howard scholarship. That's real, if though. That's what it, if that's what it's like. I mean, that's what it's shit. like when you hand them bitches out. If you're not the nigga handing them out, then your experience may differ. Ain't <laughs> 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 though. It says that in the fine print. For, I'm sorry, that, for you know, Howard's offering full scholarship. Experiences may differ. Yeah, though. your experience may differ. Cause I tell you what, my experience has not been like that. I don't know what fucking grant he was giving himself, but I've been trying to figure out if I can get it too. Cause my shit don't look like that. Bruh. So apparently, I mean, he said he came out and made a statement that he was innocent. He was not innocent. Um, what? What? He said he made a statement. He, he he came out with a statement. Um, uh, I've seen his. He came out with a statement. He sent it to ABC or some shit, talking about how he wasn't. I wasn't innocent and that, you know. Man, but you know what? These are false accusations. The story is false. And it's a critical violation of his rights, you know. Nah, because when the new president came in, that nigga definitely outed his ass. Like, he reported that there was some foul shit going on with Howard's money and that somebody needed to get to the bottom of it. And so that's kind of where, like, it all came to light with everybody else. Like, that's how everybody else got hip to it. But the thing is... And this is just me being, you know, this is just Demo talking, right? This is my problem with Howard's fucking financial aid system. And I found out later that they fired a lot of people, but they have students working in that motherfucker. So... Yeah, graduate students. Yeah, but, like, my whole thing is, is, like, we get money from them, too. And if I worked in that motherfucker, I'd be giving myself shit, too. Get the fuck out of here. If I'm the person who's awarding the scholarships, who's awarding the financial, like, if I'm the person that's doing that, then it is what it is. And I can tell you, I've been in there before, and I've talked to, old, like, I've talked to people in there that can change your money and make your money look however you want, and, like, they can hook it up. Like, there was one time I was in there, and I was like, yo, I need an extra thou. And he was like, I mean, did you buy a computer within the last, like, six months? Or know somebody that bought a computer in the last six months? Because we could justify it with that. Just bring me the receipt. <laughs> like, if that's not shady, bro, like, <laughs> like, no, that's bro. So, like, it doesn't surprise you me. Yo, you'd be standing out, standing outside of Best Buy, like, yo, do you mind if I had your receipt? Yeah, dead, um, for that, dead ass. For that new MacBook you just got, oh, dead ass. Like, can I make a copy of it? Just, I'll bring it right back to you. Yeah, it don't even have to be in my name, fam. Like, I just, somebody has to have bought one, and then I'm good to go. So, because that's the way that that system works, and like, people just don't give a shit, like. I just think that they're too loose with the way that they're managing their money and it just frustrates me because there's people who are in the program right now that I know personally that we started, what, January 9th and they still don't have their financial aid. We about to register for classes next week and they still don't have their financial aid from last semester. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Right. Like, that's fucking. And if you are getting like, if you're one of those people that live off of your loans, like, yeah. you're fucked right now. Like, you can't yeah. tell your landlord, like, oh, I didn't get my financial aid. I ain't get my student loans yet. <laughs> like, I ain't get my refund check yet. I ain't get my, my loan ain't pay out yet. <laughs> I don't want to hear well, that blame shit. Well, blame it, blame it, blame it all on Tyrone Hankerson Jr. for taking, yeah. taking that shit. Because he is. took, he, he's been accused of stealing more than $400,000 yeah. in institutional funds. So, yeah. Like that's that's a nice little penny. That's a nice little bit of change that's supposed to go out to you know. But you know what? Students. I'm, I'm gonna be the person to say it first. It wasn't just him. Oh no, it wasn't. Cause uh, six other employees were also fired from um, mm-hmm. from Howard. But I'm pretty sure it's something that didn't that didn't get caught sure or didn't. that complicit you know, as fuck. That uh that un- that knew what was going on or didn't say nothing. Yeah. Um. So hey man, that that shit crazy. But speaking is speaking of people. Um, being shady as fuck. Let's talk about our favorite uh, person with fucking orange hair. Oh, you mean the best president we've ever had? Yes. That guy right there. So, since the last time we've been here, uh, two people have been fired from his administration and one person resigned. He fired Rex Tillerson, Andrew McCabe, who was the deputy director of the FBI. 
um, and then the chief financial officer, um, Gary Cohn, resigned over his tax tariffs and shit, or his uh, trade tariffs. But um, yo, I'm I'm still just waiting for him to be impeached. Like, you know, I, I mean, at this point, we got we got strippers and models talking about you know. They had sex with the bull. We got porn stars talking about, you know, yeah. That's not happening. We did this. But, like, think about this, man. If this was Obama, dog, dog they did, they did, dog, you don't they didn't carry my man out. Like, they, they threw Clinton out. Forget his dick sucks. <laughs> it don't even have dog. to be Obama. They just had to be a it Democrat. Just... <laughs> This is this is ridiculous, and the thing that makes me the most upset about it is not it's not Trump, cause like I get it. I mean, but the thing that makes me the most upset about it is all these Republicans or conservatives who you know just are cool with it all of a sudden. Like they're just cool with it. These these Bible holding conservatives who you know have said no, you know we need a wholesome president. We need a president like you know um, you know a Christian and married. And, all this stuff, they, they they stick to their values and their their core beliefs. They're they're silent, yeah. silent, like not saying nothing, not condemning none of this stuff, nothing, just silent because these are because they're putting party over platform. Um, because it's it's you know they're up for re-election, so that'd be political suicide right now. Uh, I, it's already political suicide. Like if you look at all the like uh, runoff elections that have happened and um, some of these uh, special elections, Republicans are getting murdered, dog. Like. I, honestly, I, I predict that the Democrats take the House and Senate. Yeah? I'm predicting it. I'm predicting it. As long as people go out and vote, bro. Like, and I think you got I think you got a nice little push with this whole, uh, you know, the, um, shoot, I forgot the name of the movement. <laughs> the, the gun violence movement. Um, enough. The yeah. Enough is enough movement. Yeah. Um, you got the enough is enough movement. You got the Me Too movement. If, if they can, like, Get people to the polls, bro. Especially like these kids, these eighteen-year-olds, these kids that's about to turn eighteen and will be eighteen. Like if they can push and get to the polls and get their friends to the polls, bro, and go out there and vote. Like I think you will see um, a change in the guard as far as you know um, the House and Senate. Do you really think they commit they go, commit though? terms? You know what I'm saying? Like the march out here was fa- fairly big, and I feel like I got a large response. But do you really think that those are gonna turn to votes? Because there were a lot of kids out there. And I don't. Uh, and the I, NRA I has they, power, man. Like it's not like you going against like I, I'm Walmart. Not, I'm not they don't, like, <laughs> Walmart got power too. Yeah, bro. like that's what I'm saying. Like it's not like you going against like the mom and pop shop. Like you're going against the man. You know when people are like, oh, I want to fight the man. No, this is him. This is the, this. The NRA is yeah, the man. No, uh, I don't know, man. I think they. I think. I think like it comes down to like getting people to the polls, bro. Like it really comes down to getting people to the polls. Like if they can get people to the polls, like if people can get to the polls and people go out and vote, and it's it's it started to show, like you know what I mean, like I said, these special elections, these runoff elections, like people are going out and voting and going to the polls, like they did in Alabama with you know the guy Roy Moore, like black women, they went to the polls and voted, yeah, you know I mean, I guess this motherfucker to to elect a, a Democrat, a Democratic senator in Alabama, like something that was unheard of. So it's possible, it's possible. It just takes you know action, like getting up, going out pulling a lever or pushing a button and you got to actually go do it you can't just talk about it you got to be about it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but, i don't know and i think i think the uh i think the the recent enough is enough movement might you know what i mean be the, the the push um that like really starts you know um a lot of people getting out onto the polls honestly so we'll see man we shall, we shall see. But speaking of like the enough is enough movement and uh, gun violence, mm-hmm. right? Uh, did you have you been tracking what happened to the, the young man Stephon Clark out in um, Sacramento, yeah. California? Yeah, another young man did, huh? Yep, 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 yep. I feel like we talked about. I feel like we. We've talked about black men getting shot by the cops, like, I don't know, maybe once a month, once every other month on the show. It's like, kind of getting, I don't know, old. <laughs> but like, not in a, not in like a, it's getting old in like a more like frustrating way. 
uh, Stephon Clark, you know what I mean? It's, he was 22 years old in his backyard shot um, eight times. Well, the original report was 20 times. But since the autopsy came out, um, it said they were shot eight times. But the, the, the disheartening thing about this is that he was shot eight times. And the, the autopsy report says that those eight shots were in his back, which means he wasn't even facing them. And of course, we, we know that like he didn't have a gun. Um, all he had was a cell phone, which is most of the time, that's the, that's the narrative, right? The, the person that's shot and killed was unarmed. Nine times out of ten. But you know, you already know what time it is, man. Like, you know that, that just none of it's gonna change. Nah, nah, none of it's gonna change. And that and that was only that was only that that thought or that assertion was only confirmed when um not even earlier this week the two officers who were um responsible for the death of Alton Sterling. Yep. Um they walked. They walked, right? The attorney general decided not to press charges on, on them two, saying that their their use of force was justified um, and that there was, you know, insufficient evidence to bring charges. Which I think is I'm just like, crazy, but... I mean, it so. sucks if that's the world that we live in right now. And that we have to be okay with it. But... I'm not, I mean, I'm, you don't have to be okay with it. I mean... I don't think... It's not changing. It's not... It's not... I don't think that... Because of the political climate that we're in right now, I don't think that we'll ever see real justice for anybody who's unarmed and gets killed. Um, and I hope that I'm wrong, but I just don't see, especially with the media's attention shifting now, and like, I just, I mean, we've been talking about, you know what I'm saying, Black Lives Matter for a long time now. And, it, and, it, and I mean, strides have been made, differences have been made, awareness has been, it has happened, but we still got young men dying and, and officers walking away. Yeah, I think that, like, and it's, it's evident in, you know, like, the administration and how they address it. Like, um, we were talking about the clip earlier um, from the White House, Sanders, Sarah Sanders Huckabee, when, you know, she was asked about the police shooting in Sacramento and the results of Alta Sterling. She was like, ah, you know, that's a local issue. You know, it has nothing to do with the federal government. The federal government doesn't, you know, doesn't want to get involved we'll let them handle that at the local level and i'm just like obviously it's not a, it's not a concern for them it, and, it, and it it should be no surprise that it's not a concern for them um <laughs> seeing as though yeah i mean it's the same uh administration who's the president said you know there were good people on both sides right um in reference to white supremacists so i i I, I don't even I don't even want to get into it any, really, any more than that it's just it's like it's like you see it and it's like damn another one god damn it son of a bitch got us again yeah yeah so but uh in lighter in lighter news um yeah cause you gotta follow that up with something nice <laughs> yeah man yeah you know we gotta light, lighten the mood oh a little bit in lighter gosh. news um, in a world where we aren't <laughs> being killed, and <laughs> yeah, in in Wakanda where uh, <laughs> black people prosper, we are Without leaders the of colonizers. nations. <laughs> the colonizers are nowhere to be found. Um, black Panther is the number one grossing superhero movie of all time, bringing in one billion um, at the global box office. One billion, bro, at the global box Ooh. office. Black Panther. Black Panther. One billion at the global box offices. Wakanda forever. And ever. And ever. And ever. And ever. Wakanda forever. It's it's, it's lit, bro. Like, I, Go ahead. like that's 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 super exciting. Um, Cause like now I'm just like, what else can we do? What else can we come up Everything. with? Like we see that this shit, this shit sells. Like let's go, let's go, let's get some more fucking black films out there, and let's drink some more white tears when they're mad that there's an all black cast. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, that's real. I mean, uh-huh. Black Panther too. You know they'll come back and fucking cry some more, so it's okay. Yeah, it's cool. You think uh, you think Infinity Wars will will top uh, Black Panther? Though? Absolutely. Uh, I, Absolutely. You think so? Yeah, because Why? it because what Black Panther was missing, um, you know, black people loved it because it was powerful, what it meant, 
and then you know other people were interested in whatever was going on but like a lot of not a lot of people but there was a population of people who did not go see the movie because it was not a movie for them and i completely understand that like i'm not gonna hate on anybody that's just like oh you know i don't want to see a movie with all black people doing all black things like all right it's cool i'm not gonna hate on you i don't watch every asian kung fu movie that comes out so it's cool um but like infinity wars it has something for everybody it has every superhero i mean majority of the superheroes from the marvel universe that you love you know and you love and so even if it's like before like black panther if you're like a huge spider-man fan he ain't in that movie so like that wasn't for you but spider-man's here in infinity wars captain america fucking um uh iron man like all of them they're they are they're there so and then black panther is also there so you're still bringing that crowd you know what i'm saying so it's going to be another opportunity for people to see wakanda really in the forefront because that's where all the soldiers and shit are going to come from to fight this war. That's where they come from, because that's where all the vibranium right. and the technology so, and everything comes from. You, so still, you're going to get all the people who love Black Panther because they want to get more of it. They're going to come see this movie. And then on top of that, you're going to get the people who didn't want to see an all-black movie. So yeah, I think it's going to top it easily. All right, we'll see. We'll come back to this. And I, I don't, uh, the only way it won't is if Black Panther dies, and then everyone's going <laughs> to... <laughs> 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 I, but uh, the square day will be the first no. to be like don't go see it just don't just boycott it they killed <laughs> they killed t'challa no <laughs> boycott the fucking movie they killed t'challa no, if they kill t'challa or okoye bro I'm, I'm done dog i'm not i'm done they can't man they can't or shuri you yeah, can't oh, kill them no shuri is dope she was dope i want her to oh, do a little bit more though in the oh. next one I'm looking forward to it, so we'll keep y'all posted. We'll probably maybe maybe uh you can go do the next drop movie review, though. Bruh, I'm debating on whether I'm gonna go and no promises. By the time you hear this, I would have already decided whether I was or whether I wasn't. But I'm debating on going to go do the drunk movie review on Ready Player One. Okay. I just don't have a DD right now, so if I get intoxicated and go, I may or may not Uber. I guess. Dude, I'll Uber everywhere, man. But it's like expensive out here. Anyway, oh, so I guess um, we talked a little bit about what we were doing with our lives and kind of how that had gotten away from us recording. Um, so I guess that led us to what we wanted to talk about today. Wasn't that adulting? Adulting, bro. Trials and tribulations of adulting. Adulting fucking sucks. So what, like, for people who don't, because they live under a rock, what is adulting to you? Like, what does that mean to you? Bro, adulting is everything that I didn't know adults had to do when I was a child. Like, pay bills, pay taxes, pay a car note, pay insurance, pay rent. And my, look at that, you can see all the, like, money things I'm talking about. But, like, go to work every fucking day. Um, go to the doctors when you're not like feeling well on your own um, go to fucking other people's functions and weddings and birthday parties and because you want to look like a good friend doing a bunch of shit that you don't want to do that is adulting it to be summed up in like one sentence adulting is doing all the things that you don't want to do, but you're required to do. Because you're an adult. Because you're an adult. Fucking <laughs> 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 sucks. Bruh, if you, if you, like when you were younger, did you ever like tell yourself like, oh, I can't wait till I grow up because I'll be able to go and do whatever I want, whatever I want. Whatever I want. And then you realize that like when you grow up, you can't do whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, you can, but there are consequences and repercussions for the things that I you do. Stay up late, right? so, like so, so if you stay, if you stay up late till one o'clock in the morning, then the consequences when you got to get your ass up at six o'clock to go to work. Yep, that was the other you thing. Fucking, I'll sleep in late, uh, bro. Be up at bro. six. <laughs> Adulting no. is hard. Paying attention to the news and shit because you gotta know the laws and shit that are about to come in. Yo. <laughs> You gotta know which way that's gonna go. You gotta figure out what your taxes gonna look like. 
even figuring out how to do taxes and tax deductions, all that shit, like all that shit. You know my the the, the adulting task that I had uh, that like really blew my mind a couple months ago was choosing whether I wanted to go with a HMO or a, uh, I don't even know what the other one is called because I went with the HMO, but the PPO, right? Like I'm sitting there looking at the different. I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? Like, what am I staring at? Mind you, yeah, I mean. When I was in the military, my health, it was only one option. So, like, I never had to worry about health insurance. I had that good old SGLI. Yeah, okay, you either have and that good old, you know, TRICARE. <laughs> and that was it. TRICARE, TRICARE, or... TRICARE must. Prime or fucking Standard. That's all you had to choose from. That was it. And You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was, like, HMO, PPO. It was like, yeah, you can pick a doctor, but they got to be within the network. And you can't you can't pick this doctor or we pick the doctor for you and I was just like man I don't fucking care man just fuck it I just said fuck it and just circled one and called did it you day. I don't even I did that's adulting too that was not just adulting that was like the opposite of adulting making making decisions without thinking it through <laughs> that's, like, that's the opposite like you're supposed to think it through as an adult <laughs> no I thought it through and I just was like I really don't care but you, but that's like the one thing you should. But care no, about. but see, here's the thing: is because the, the where it's gonna come back to me is like, one day I'm gonna have to go to the, the hospital, and there's gonna be a consequence for my decision that I made or lack thereof. Yeah, right. But there'll be there'll be a consequence, so that's part of adulting. What do you think it is? I don't know, man. But yeah, man, like I don't know. Just, <laughs> no, did, uh. no, I'm like really concerned for you right now, <laughs> bro. What did you do? Bro, I picked HMO. That sounds good. Everybody had it. I was like, fuck it. YOLO. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a way. When you become an adult, listeners, or if you are an adult, don't do it that way. Do your research. Figure out which one works for you, which is more readily available in your area, um, and then make your decisions based off of that. Don't be a Shay Shay. Don't be a Shay Shay. <laughs> so, when, wh- what do you think is the hardest part about being an adult? I don't know, bro. Uh, I think the hardest part I got it. about being an adult is you know the hardest part about being an adult is <laughs> friends. Really? You think so? I feel like that's no, something that just manages itself. No, it doesn't. Like, if you my it's friend hard. or whatever and you're an adult, like, you understand that, like, a nigga is busy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not. No, 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 no. See, see, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. All, all friends are at different levels of adulting, right? So like, so, like, the hardest thing, like, if you're if you're at, like, that high level and your friends are at that low level, like, where they got a lot of time and, like, you don't, sometimes keeping, you know, those relationships are more more difficult than, uh, than they appear on surface level. Bro, I'll be letting niggas go because if you can't understand that a nigga is trying to make good with his life right now and just be patient, like, we got hella, hella more years on this earth. Fam, like, just wait on it. <laughs> like, just fucking dead ass. Just wait on it, dog. Just wait on it. But like, I can see how you could think that. I can see it. But I mean, it's uh, it's I mean, hard you know, to make could... friends as an adult. I can see that shit. No, that too. That like that. That's part of if it. You too. don't have friends like, by the friends time you're is... out of college. You're fucked. <laughs> Bruh, you are super fucked, yo. Oh my goodness. Like, if you didn't make friends in college and you didn't build a good friend base. While you were in college, once you become an adult, yeah, right, yeah. making friends is hard as fuck. Like, what do you do? You go to the bar and be like, no, nah, I'm not here to find a bitch tonight. I'm here to find a friend. You go to those like, I just want to be, can we be friends? Like, let's go out and hang out. And you got to, like, get to know this random person. Like, not not and not like on a romantic level, but like a, just a friend level. Like, like I don't know. That's just weird. That's just weird. Like, I don't know. Sorry, sometimes. And really, the, most, the place you make friends is like at work. Yeah, but you don't know if those people are genuinely trying to be your friend or they're just trying to, like, be close enough to you. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You can never really 100% trust, like, you know, no, I'm not going to say 100%, but sometimes you got to, like, be weary of the friends you make at work because what's their, like, do they really want to be a friend or do they have an agenda, right? Or, like, are you guys going to go hang out and get drunk and they're going to come back and tell everybody at the office, like, how y'all weekend was or, like, is it a real friend where y'all keep shit? with each other like dog friends that's the hardest part of adulting is friends 
Shit was easy when you were little. That shit hard as fuck when you grow up. You know what, though? I don't think that's the hardest thing. I didn't say it was... Ah, well, I no, think the most the hardest, hardest thing about being an adult is understanding that you're going to work 40 hours a week and <laughs> still have no money. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's the hardest fucking thing to wrap my head around is that you are going to work 40 oh. hours a week. And before you can even spend that money, it's gone. Before you even, Damn, before that ca- paycheck even hits your account, it's gone. And I'm not saying Shit's, like, yo, I hate that. I hate that. Like, when you fucking, it's, it's direct deposit and they come Friday and you fucking like, oh, I got paid today. And when you go to check it, it's like, Damn, they didn't already took my car note. Yep. They didn't already took insurance. Like they didn't already fucking started slicing your check up. Hell yeah, but Dog. and and I know like some people out there, but like, well, if you save, like I'm including that. Like even if you're paying yourself first, like that's still money that's gone. You'll use it later, but you don't have it right now. So like, yeah, and that's not money that you're gonna use. Like that's like a rainy day fund if some bad shit happens right. that you still gotta pay out to somebody. Right. So you like, you getting paid, but like, and you may have some stashed away for later that you could dive into, but you really don't. Because of those emergency situations so you at the end of the day you broke <laughs> it, that's that i think uh, that is the hardest thing because it's so discouraging you know what i'm saying like i'm working you, my I ass think what off and not getting it but here here's where you get the encouragement right um like yeah you might be working your ass off right now to make a check and at the end of the day you broke because you're paying off all this debt but the goal is to put yourself in a position to where your your assets outweigh your debt yeah. right um, so that you know you get to that and the unfortunate part about that is like for a lot of millennials seeing as though we're dealing with student debt and you know we're trying to you know find our way in the world right uh, and we're at tr- trying to find our careers because we probably started one already didn't like that motherfucker and moved on to the next one already right um, is getting to that point to where you're, you you saved enough and you've lowered your debt enough to where your assets outweigh your liabilities right. man and then you're at that like happy place to where like what you're bringing in you can use and spend on like fun shit for you so i mean it's discouraging now but like there's hope there is light at the end of the tunnel you will make it to that place as long as you do everything you need to do financially and manage your funds like there'll be a day where you are like bringing in money yeah and it's it's just not not all going away like you got some for yourself to do what you want to do with yeah it. but you got to get there and i think that that's that's the hardest part is that you you went the 18 years of you know under school like you know fucking elementary middle high school then you go the extra four to eight years or four to six years if you do grad school and then like you're starting to work you're like, oh, I did all this work. I should be really be making the making the dough. <laughs> no, now you got. <laughs> Bruh, Instead... even the niggas that be like pharmacists and doctors and shit, like, I, yep, I'm making Instead... six figures, still flying spirit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta. It's a, it's a fucking, it's an uphill. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. It's an uphill fucking walk. Until you until you get to the top, and then and you're right. Eventually, you will you'll have enough experience to match your credentials, and you'll start to make that money. And then you'll have paid off a lot of your like you know your car loans, your um, uh, maybe some of your student loans, depending on how many you took. Like there's a lot of things that'll start to pay off. Credit cards and stuff will start to be paid off, and you'll that'll free up if you're if you're good with money. It should free up a lot of extra money. Yeah. That you if you're good with money is the key yeah, part, right? Being you, being financially literate. Maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe we need to get somebody a financial literate, literacy coach on here one day. Yeah, well, so we can give our listeners some some. I recommend that everyone go and read up from Dave Ramsey. Um, he he's a guy who was a millionaire. I believe he went broke and then became a millionaire again within one lifetime. And he'll tell you how to become a millionaire twice yeah he'll tell you how to do it and he has a lot of things that like it's hard for you to adjust and get used to and and doing but um i could definitely just the way that he lines it out um i could definitely understand how that would make you a millionaire um what's the name of the book bro Uh, 
I don't know, man, off the top of my head. Just look, just Google his name. The shit comes up. And he does classes. Like, there's, like, courses you can sign up for. They're, like, two-week courses, and they help you figure out what you can do in order to start setting yourself up. And they give you, like, a day. Like, by this year, this date, you'll be a millionaire. You'll be like, what the fuck? If you stick to this plan. Um, so, yeah. But just, you know, reading up on him and, like, like watching a lot of this, like, not TED Talks, but like little like speeches he gives, like kind of some things. Just if y'all don't give a fuck to look it up, I'm gonna tell y'all what you should do. Um, be mindful. I've definitely become more mindful. Like when you get a raise at work, um, a lot of times people don't see the difference because they start to you know buy more shit because they know that oh I got more money. Um, so what he says is that if you get a raise, whatever that percentage is or that initial dollar that you get, put it away in savings. Because you've been living for so long without that money. Off of what you, off of what you yeah, had. Yeah, so you don't previously. need it. So that just puts more money towards your future, which lets you retire earlier. Um, he said, you know, you can do something like as much as like putting like twenty dollars um, a paycheck, which is really just you going out to eat or going to see a movie. Just do that every paycheck, and you'll the you know the the fruits of that will come out later. Um, but before you start doing that. To get out of your debt, if you're one of those people that are in a lot of debt, he talks about the snowball effect, which is essentially um, take every additional dollar you have at the end of your paycheck and pay it towards your lowest debt. So if you have like a credit card, it's like $500, just pay that shit off. And then all the money you have left over, spend it on the lowest and keep doing that until you pay off all your debt. It's a snowball effect. So you'll have more and more money and it should get paid off faster, but you'll be broke. For a while, <laughs> uh, so it's kind of like what you were saying. Like it's it's rough at the beginning, but like if you can really do that and be like good about it, um, on the other end, better. yeah, you'll have like something dumb, like you know, a couple thousand just sitting in your account. Like I don't know what to do with this because I paid off all my debts. Um, but that's you'll be like 28 if you start this at like 22. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. <laughs> but it's, it's gonna take you. It's gonna take you about five years. Right. But yeah, I mean, I mean, if you think about what student loans sound like, yeah, it is. And like, if you're one of those people that live off of credit in college, like, yeah, it is. But um, the reality is, is that even at 28, you have more years that you're going to live than you have lived on the world. So theoretically, I mean, yeah, theoretically. I mean, with the advances of technology and science, as long as you're not an asshole, like should be fine but um or black because you know cops are shooting people every day but <laughs> um yeah so it, it, you have time you have time you definitely have time and if you haven't gotten started saving um you know get get started today Good. major keys for adulting start saving because nobody wants to be 80 at work because i tell you what the 80 year olds that i work with get on my goddamn nerves so don't be that person Valid. <laughs> Carry your old ass home. <laughs> Valid. Nice. So, um, wrapping up the episode, adulting sucks. And here is, are you ready for my unpopular opinion? The super I'm ready. duper I'm ready. unpopular. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, I don't know if last time we talked, we talked about the assault weapon ban. Yeah, you're unpopular. We did, we did talk. You're unpopular. We talked about my opinion unpopular opinion. That you're not for it. Yes. So I've been doing a lot. We've been talking about this a lot in school, and and I've talked about it a lot with my coworkers. And everyone always says, you know, there's no reason to have an assault weapon, right? Mm-hmm. I disagree. That is the argument. <clears throat> and here's the reason. So I had this conversation with my dad like a couple years ago, and I wish I would have remembered it when you said that was your unpopular opinion. But he said that everybody is one natural uh, natural disaster away from needing a gun. And I know you said that oh the zombie apocalypse happens. I hope I have a gun. But like, what's more likely to happen is Katrina. <clears throat> so when Katrina happened, um, the difference between people eating and not eating, being able to go to the grocery store and looting that fucking food and not looting that food was whether they had a gun or not. Because the reality is, you could kill less people with a knife. <laughs> yeah. But if I roll up in that grocery store with an AK and tell you to put all the fucking bread down, guess what your ass is gonna do? 
You're going to put the fucking prayer and, down. And that's my point. So I think... And, and those are things that are like actually genuine. I mean, with global warming and the fucking hurricanes and the goddamn tornadoes Whoa. becoming more severe, like... That shit is likely to happen that you'll the, be in a situation. The zombie, when I said the zombie apocalypse, you know, I was being facetious, but I am more talking about like an actual apocalypse. Yeah, that and, shit is, you know, is like, likely to happen. And if, I mean, yeah, if we get rid of, if we ban assault, the purchasing of assault weapons, yes. What you're going to say to yourself right now, what you're probably saying as you listen to this is, well, if we ban all the assault weapons, then no one will have them, so we'll just have handguns. But that's not true. <laughs> because nobody's because gonna there are go. 30 million, right. There are 30, 30 no, million other assault weapons still already out. Right, it's just like saying in, we should. In circulation. Right, it's just like saying we should ban guns <clears throat> altogether because swords are less effective at killing people. Like, you can't go back. Like, these things have been invented, and there's no way to retroactively make people forget that they existed. Like, gunsmiths can make these things in their homes. Like, it's not like. It's impossible. You can build an AR-15. Right, it's not like it's impossible. So what's going to happen is that, yes, less people will have them. And, yes, it's probably going to be left out of the hands of the people that are going to go do uh, school shootings. But that does not eliminate the risk of them being out there. And I get it. Like, we need to do something to stop school shootings. And if that's the only thing on the table, I'm, a, I'm I'll support it. But my unpopular opinion is that there are more than one reasons for these guns to exist than y'all think. Also, I heard um, somebody say as a joke, the reason that no other country invades uh, America is because everybody's got guns. because they'd have to deal with everybody here with a gun, dog. But everybody with a handgun is not as dangerous. <laughs> no, but everybody with a... Everybody also... Hey, dog, let, let Russia come up on these shores. These little fucking militias yeah, that's dog. down there in the south not playing. that think they fucking special forces, they gonna fuck some Russian troops Hell up. yeah. Dog. And uh, eventually... No, I'm not even gonna say that because somebody's gonna so we'll just wrap it up here. Um, <laughs> we have, oh my god, that was that was a really dark joke. J Book would have been proud. All right, well, oh man, um, since you're gonna be out of the country, Shay Shay, where can we go to see all your glamorous photos? You can go find me on Instagram at Darren Deshay and on Twitter at Darren Deshay. Um, yeah, man, that's where I be at. Do you? Yeah. Even with Pat losing his shit? No, Pat is hilarious. He be doing these, like, live fucking shits. Pat is literally the GOAT. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, we'll see y'all in two weeks, hopefully. No no promises. Definitely a promise. I'll see you in two weeks because I don't want y'all to hate me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm in these two weeks, I'm going to dig high and low to find us another Ask for Friend because I know y'all been fiending for it. All right, and we are out. Yo, it's your boy Darren Deshay from The Square Table. Hey, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And make sure you tell your mama and your mama friends to do the same. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and like us on Facebook at The Square Table 3.0. Until next time, stay safe and stay focused. You're at the square table.